All right, everybody, welcome back to the Better on Paper podcast. This is the Monday after week 13, and the Detroit Lions have officially won their first game. Give it up. Give it up for Dan Campbell. There we go. I I clipped so hard cheering. Oh, man, I absolutely love Dan Campbell. I can't believe they won. I definitely thought they were going to choke that game away, and I am just so unbelievably excited for the Lions. Good for Jared Goff finally coming up when he needed to because I know Dan Campbell's been ripping him for that. So finally, one time, it worked. Respect to Dan I mean, Campbell as well. The game ball, I like that. It was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that post-game presser was fantastic. Um, if you guys didn't see the post-game presser, 100%, think you should look it up. Uh, pay tribute to Wait, all no, the Wait, no, Cameron doesn't get to be happy for Dan Campbell. Cameron has disavowed him two episodes in a row. You're not allowed to be happy for Dan Campbell. I did not celebrate. I did not. You do not get to partake in this this communal happiness the rest of the country is taking part in. I did not disavow Dan Campbell. I just put a little bit of the Thanksgiving loss on him because it was. You said. He almost, to be fair, he almost blew this game too by going for it on fourth at the end of the game and giving the Vikings the the ball. No, that's just that's just hanging line. that's just but, hanging some onions. That's just hanging some onions on hey, Zimmer. Hey, but good for Dan Campbell. I mean, go watch his post game press conference, paying tribute to all the, the, the school out in Michigan, all those kids that, that died. It was it was in a class act, class move. Um what a week then, to get I don't a know win. if you saw yeah, what a week to get a win. I don't know if you saw at the end of the game, uh him and Jared Goff. Uh, Jared Goff ran straight to the sideline and jumped in his arms. It was like a married couple. Um, it was insane. It was so it was it was a, it was a cute moment. It was a cute moment for him. So that, give him for that. Adorable, of Jared. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we'll get into the rest of the games. Um, this week we had two for you know, for those of you who are new to the podcast. Um, you know, thanks, welcome. Uh, every week we pick a bunch of games um, uh, and we figure out which ones we were different on pick every game. And so last week we only had two picks that were different. That was Thursday night and Monday night. So the Monday night game has not started yet. So we won't know about that. Um, I had the Pats cam had the bills and, and it's looking and, like it's going to be a ground and pound machine game. Yeah. It's and the a, bills it's a cannot blizzard. run it except for Josh Allen outside <laughs> of Josh Allen. The bills cannot run the ball. So I am really worried about my pick tonight. Yeah, it's a it's a blizzard out there. So this will be uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but uh, the other game was Thursday night. Uh, Thursday night, I had Dallas Cam. I we I still can't believe you picked the Saints because we I literally went, talked about it right it. before. I went about over how it. the Saints suck. I went. I I picked them because I thought that COVID was going to mess with the Cowboys too much. COVID's been a little undefeated this year, but. Not this game. The Cowboys. Hey, you know what? We done boys. I, I like the Cow. I was happy to see the Cowboys win uh, definitively. Uh, good for them. Uh, but, yeah, I picked the Saints because of all the people that the Cowboys had out, which turns out probably were practice squad people because uh, we didn't know who their names were, and they clearly did not affect showing up on the field. So Yeah, I definitely think having, not having Mike McCarthy helped them. But <laughs> straight up, like I, the Cowboys do worry me. Because with that talent, especially receiving core with Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Dak's a good quarterback, obviously. It it worries me that Zeke is not getting fed. I'm worried he's hungry. Tony Well, that's just because of your fantasy team. But Tony Pollard is ridiculous. Their O-line should be good. Dalton Schultz isn't bad. Blake Jarwin's not a bad second option at tight end either. Their offense should be so much better than they are. 
It should be so much better than they are. I just don't understand the Cowboys. Um, they worry me that they, you can just throw up a dud at any point. So that's that's not a team that can win a Super Bowl if you can just throw up a dud. You're, they're going to have to win four playoff games. It's, it's good for the Super NFL Bowl. if the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl, though. Agreed. Well, I just so, I hate the Cowboys, so I prefer if they never win the Super Bowl again. But I love them, but part of part of my love for them is the fact that they can never get over the hump, and so <laughs> they're perpetually they back. Yeah, that's that's part of why I like them is because I listeners, if you don't know why I love the Cowboys, they never piss me off. I watch them; they win games. I'm happy. Go America's team. They go out, they lay an egg, and they suck. I also love watching it. It's just it's entertainment. And I'm always entertained, regardless of how they're doing. So in that regard, it's like I, I think I love the Cowboys. I mean, it's anyway. Dallas and the uni- I mean the Cowboys and the University of Texas are one of the same. They're always perpetually back, um, and it's <laughs> awesome that they never actually are back. So that's it's great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's pretty funny. We'll go, we'll go to the next game. Uh, Tampa Bay, Atlanta um, wasn't really that great of a game. Gronk no. is legit. Yeah, I really, I, want, I really want Kelsey to take over Gronk as the GOAT, and this like whole comeback that he's having is n- is just slowing things down. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Gronk's It's good. really not going to happen. Um, yeah, I mean, Atlanta's not good. Cordero Patterson's their only offense. Uh, Tom Brady's looking like the MVP right now in a lot of ways. Um, we'll go to the next game, I guess, to uh, Arizona-Chicago, another eh game. Um, the Cardinals are good. Matt Nagy's still not fired. That's all I got. I don't understand how he's not fired yet. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, I I don't even know if he's a good coach. It's just he's Matt Nagy is a bad coach. I think that's all that game told us. All right, uh, next game, Chargers-Bengals. Um, I thought it was going to be kind of the opposite. It ended up kind of being a good game in some ways. Not really, though. Uh, the Bengals. It really wasn't. I, well, I don't know any of these teams. I, I don't understand. I don't understand the Bengals. I don't understand the Chargers. They're a mystery. Every week, take what you know and throw it out the window. Every week is a new week this year. It. The only thing that's changed this week is that the Lions would lose. The only thing... I just... That was the, I don't yeah. get it. I, anyway. I don't understand it. I mean, Burrow, hopefully his finger's actually okay, because that would be a bummer. Um, hey, Joe Burrow and... Her- Joe Burrow and Urban Meyer both got a problematic finger, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Randy Taylor looks like a really good coach. Um, that's all I have to say. I don't know. The Chargers are weird. I don't get them. I was flirting with disavowing them last week. They totally changed my mind. I don't know. Herbert, like I, Herbert's got the most games over 400 passing yards or 300 yeah. passing yards or something like that. So he he's doing well. We like him. Yep. Uh, we already talked about Minnesota, Detroit. Um, one last thing I'll add is uh, the Vikings are the Vikings. Uh, that's, that's all. That's it. Vikings are the Vikings. They'll rip your they heart play out. Down to, play will, down or up to their competition. They will rip your heart out. That's for sure. Um, Miami, New York Giants, uh, the Dolphins. I don't. Now they're I don't live. Get it. Dolphins are live. They're back. Brian Flores <laughs> is back. <laughs> the zombie Dolphins are now live. Um, they were from one and seven, from one and seven to six and seven, and Tua, my man. Yeah, Tua's <laughs> back. Uh, the the t- Cameron is a Tua non shaman. Uh, That's. I think we're going to declare that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's uh, pretty funny. You did not make that up. Where did you hear that? <laughs> uh, I definitely heard two and on somewhere else, but I, I haven't heard someone call someone a two and on shaman yet. That's, and I, I heard that, that's too and I was funny. like, I'm, I'm definitely calling Cameron the shaman. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by that, that jacket Cameron's wearing, he definitely fits the bill. Oh my god, that's that is too funny. Side tangent: Did you have you? Please, I know you guys didn't watch it. You said you're waiting for it all to come out. The first episode of It's Always Sunny, 2020, a year in review. So funny. I have not watched yet. Please watch yeah, it. It's on. I, it's on. It's on Hulu. I can't watch for it. It's on Hulu. It's out there. It's ready. Me, my sister, and yeah. I watched it this weekend. It's really good. That's my plan. Yeah, I can't. Hashtag I can't wait sponsor. to can't wait to watch it love it's always sunny either. in the off season this may just turn into an always sunny podcast oh I'd that's be down. true it's always i mean <laughs> spoiler there's a QAnon shaman reference out there uh that's that's all i'll um, leave it at <laughs> uh we'll go to the other new york team um so the jets and the future of the nfl i refuse Gardner to Minshew. talk about this game but i will let thomas come in on this <laughs> the future of the nfl Gardner Minshew. Former six-round pick, traded for a six-round pick, Gardner I mean, Minshew. I don't have much to add other than I've got the receipts. You know, check the tapes. <laughs> Episodes what, one, two, three? I've been all over him. When they when he moved to Philadelphia, all over him. I think after that win, I'm a, he, I'm a day one. I'm a day one Gardner Minshew guy. You know that? I, yeah, I, I know lo- that. <laughs> we all know it. I and rest get- my case. Gardner Minshew, I love you as a guy, and I think maybe you've elevated your value to be a fourth-string backup quarterback or a fourth-round pick trade for backup quarterback instead of sixth-round. So, good job. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I heard this. Cam loves talking down on people who are outperforming the week after. I might, uh, I might have to go long on Gardner Minshew next week now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's oh, fine. Dan Campbell. They're on a bye week yeah. next week, though. They're on bye week next week. They, they are on bye yeah, next zero, week. Zero so interceptions he, next week. That's true. <laughs> Book it. Gardner and Minshew won't, won't lose. lose next week. Yeah, he's not losing either. Um, oh, we'll go to the sixth game where there's not a whole ton to say, which is uh, Colts-Texans, only so that I can refer back to the Giants real quick. But Colts beat the hell out of the Texans. Uh, wasn't surprising necessarily. First um, team eliminated fun from fact, I, I do have a fun fact for you, though. Jonathan Taylor has more touchdowns than the, all of the Giants players combined. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, They did just, just fire If you want to know what the state of New York football. Joe Brady's gone. Very unrelated, but this is a fun fact. No, that's the Panthers, not the Giants. They both fired yeah. offensive coordinators, though. Yeah. Derrick Henry is still the number two rusher in total yards for the season. Yeah. Yep. That's um, it. Yeah. No, it, the, the way the rushing yards Weak. are crazy this year because all the injuries. Uh, Cameron, and committees. So many committees. So Cam, many committees. Oh, oh, speaking of committees, though. So, Cam, uh, <laughs> if you had to, if you had to throw a guess out there, how many yards do you think Devin Singletary has? On the season? Yeah. This shocked me. 423. He has about 490 going into tonight. I was Dang. shocked. I thought there's no way he had over like 300 yards. So, oh, like, I thought you were saying that communities. you were shocked. I thought you were saying that you were, you thought it was uh, smaller than you would have expected. No, I just, in my head, him and Zach Moss and Matt Breida, like even though Breida hasn't really done a whole ton this year, I just I mean, the Bills can't run. That, yeah, that, I just like, oh, neither of them run the ball, and Zach Moss is eating carries, so neither of them are getting anything. So I just assume to they both fair, have that. To be fair, I think Zach, Devin Singletary's maybe had, like, two plays that he's busted off for a big run, but, like, that's yeah. it. So I think that's, yeah. like, where those extra yards came from. I mean, yeah, I was I even low. So. I wasn't as low as you at the 300, but I was still lower than what his total was at. So yeah. we're both yeah. there. A little side tangent, but 
interesting nonetheless. Um, next game, Washington football team is back. Brett Favre. Um, he, he's, he's Brett Favre. He's, he's Brett Favre uh, as a 69 Madden prototype. But he's, I don't know, maybe Washington's figured out their formula, right? It's just Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson, Antonio Gibson. Like it hasn't felt like that in fantasy. Around. I'll say that. It has not felt like that in fantasy. It has felt like J.D. McKissick has gotten all of the success. Antonio Gibson's gotten the work, but it just feels like J.D. Well, McKissick. Anyway, he did well that game. Thank my heavens. <laughs> but uh, the, the Raiders are not back. Um, no. They're, they're, they're most definitely Nobody not back. Nobody thought they were. And they do not have home field advantage in Vegas. That is for damn sure. Um, that Vegas no. is going to turn into a really bad move it's, for them, I have a feeling. It's a tourist. It's, it's just, a... It's it's yeah. the perfect place to go watch your team play a game away. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we're playing in Vegas this year. Let's circle that and go watch. Name your team here. Play that game. Yeah, there was uh. So I mean, I don't know if you heard about this, but you know how at the old Raider Stadium, um, the Oakland Coliseum, Arrowhead West, people would chant Raiders. If someone did that, and the whole like crowd would moan Raiders back to them. Would moan. So yeah, literally, we do like the Raiders moan. Raiders. So Raiders. I, mean, I know the chant is the word, the verb moan. Just. Well, that's because that's that's what it is. It's not really a chant; it's a moan. Um, and so, which is stupid, but whatever. But Raiders fans love it. So there's like this Raiders fan who's walking around Vegas, and he starts doing that, and nobody's responding. Not a single person. And he just like looks at you. He's like, I fucking hate Vegas. <laughs> and then he walks around and then he says it. And there's just one person like 200 feet away <laughs> that responds. And he's like, this guy gets it. That's the <laughs> only person. That's how different the crowd is. No one's actually a Raiders fan. So it's just, it, it's, it's going to be a disaster. Fun fact. That guy responded saying, hey, what's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. <laughs> Bing bong. It's a joke for all the, everyone else out there. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I got right. it, and I wish I didn't. <laughs> uh, all right, next game, up, horrible, horrible game. Rams, Jags. Um, it's that's exactly Rams. what you would expect. This is exactly yeah. what you would have expected on paper. I don't think they're neat. Yeah, Ever. Jags. Yeah. Jags. Stuff. That's all it is. Um, next game. Um, time to say something nice about the Steelers. Mike Tomlin is a very good coach. He's time good for, for one of these games a year. I Just want to say something bad about freaking it hasn't it's not really my personality type but I these last few weeks have been dragging Lamar Jackson in the Ravens and I want to continue doing that but I will be nice <laughs> uh, yeah I mean I think it was the right call for them to go for two at the end of the game I think it was too. Um, you have that offense. You, you got to go for You just got to convert. Um, Marlon Humphrey being out for the year is really going to hurt them, especially because they look bad right now. I'm especially very worried when, about the Ravens. Yeah. Very, very worried about the Ravens. Yeah, me too. I uh, uh, I really like the Ravens. I, I really like the Ravens, and so I want to say bad things about them because they've been a huge letdown these last few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Shame on you, Ravens. Tisk tisk. Um, Next got game. a couple more, couple more games. Um, I'm not going to go on about this game. I just, I, I just want to say for all my, okay. So Niners Seahawks, I think I figured out what the Niners are doing. Okay. Bear with me for a minute. It's been, I've had 25 years of my life to figure this out and I'm figuring it out now. So I'm late to the party. I'm pretty sure the Niners have a conspiracy to cause me the most amount of pain possible. 
and hear me out. Throughout my whole life, whenever I've gotten my hopes most up is when they brought me back down. So that like going through getting to high school, got into high school, we had the Jim Harbaugh era where we had three consecutive NFC championships, didn't win any of, you know, we didn't win a Super Bowl in those. I was like, this is going to be the next decade of Niners football. We're going to be sick. And then moved to Levi Stadium, Harbaugh goes eight and eight and leaves. And then we suck for another five years. And I'm just getting ready to be like, you know what? I'm still a Niners fan. I'll still watch games that I'm not going to get as mostly invested as I do every single year because it's just not worth it. And then, boom, Super Bowl run. Third and 15. Break my heart. Crush it, okay? Now, I'm like, oh, you know what? But our, our team's back ready to be good. Last year, everybody gets injured and we suck again. This year starts, everybody starts getting injured and we start choking and I'm just ready to give up. And then the Rams game. Start kicking Expose ass and like, the let's Rams. go. Expose We're back. the Rams. Yeah, we kicked their ass. It was awesome. And then we win three games in a row, come into a shitty Seattle team, finally going to beat them in Seattle when they're bad, and then they just rip my heart out again. Even within the same game, when I'm like, this game's over, we lost, we suck, we drive down the field, get to the four-yard line, and can't punch it in. It's just they want to rip my heart out. And now, now that I know it's happening, I won't fall for it anymore. You know? I... I'm sorry for you. I think it's all a conspiracy against me. I figured it out. I get you, Shanahan. I, I know now. I get it. I'm on to Jed York hates you. Yeah. Personally. Yep. Yeah. He's got so, a Kev Voodoo doll in his I get it. top desk drawer. I'm John blaming, Lynch, I get it. I'm not blaming that game on Jimmy G, but you could tell Shanahan was frustrated with the limitations that Jimmy Garoppolo provides. Yep. Kittle kills back, but he looks like a god. He's, though, yeah, so. he, he had a great game. Yeah. Except we're for his hair. For, we're happy for you, Greg. The people's, the people's tight end. Love to see it. Greg um, Kittle. Yep. Uh, that's it. We're not going to talk about that anymore. I already went off Why? too much. Um, no, we got one other game to talk about. One, one more game. game. Chiefs, Broncos. Um, I don't know. I'll keep it quick. Our thought. defense continues to carry us, and our offense continues to struggle, and we're going to yeah. whoop the Raiders' ass this week again. Yes. I, I agree West with is all of those statements. Take. All right. Uh, Javante Williams. Javante Williams is the future in Denver. Um, yeah. No, please. Uh, that's what we got right now and t- before this week. Um, I think I am up three points um, pending the results of New England Buffalo tonight. Um, please stunt on these people, Josh. Stunt on these yeah. people, Josh. Um, all right, Cam, uh, you got a new segment for us, so take it away. I do. This was a little bit inspired. So we're at the point in our season, and especially this particular season in general, um, there's a lot and a lot of on-the-fringe teams right now. And it kind of feels like a, a lot of these wildcard spots are still up for grabs. A lot of divisions are still up for grabs. And people get throughout the terms. There's a lot of good-bad teams, and there's a lot of bad-good teams. So, for example, I would say the Broncos, 6-6, six and six, are a good-bad team. The Browns, 6-6, six and six, are a bad, good team. So I'm going to ask the question, hashtag GBT or hashtag BGT. Good, bad team or bad, good team? So starting off, so got the 6-5. So good, six, bad, five, or bad, good? They're either a good, bad team or a bad, good team. So they're okay. like a bad right, team right. that's good. Yeah, yeah, you got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel yeah, it. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. So we've got the Steelers at 6-5-1. and one. Hashtag GBT or hashtag BGT. I can't can't do letters. My brain doesn't work like that. So I got to say, <laughs> they they are a, a, a good 
they're a good bad team. All right. Or they're they're, they're not a good a, bad team with a good coach. No, no, no. They're they're a yeah, they're a good bad team because of a good coach. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So we got to lock in our answers. The system can only process the hashtag and then GBT or BGT. I, I can't I'm do sorry. that. My no. brain doesn't work that it's, way. No. It's that's the way the system works. I'm the system. Fuck the good, system. Good bad team. But I'm the whatever, system. Whatever that. Whatever that. Good bad GBT team. GBT times two. Yes. Sounds like we're both in for a good bad. Team. With with okay. a good coach. W A G C. All right. Too many letters. Uh, <laughs> oh man. All right. Washington. Speaking of letters, WFT. Hashtag GBT or hashtag BGT? <laughs> Washington football team? Yeah. Six and six. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say again, good bad team. We had them winning the division at the start of the year. The yeah, argument good, be bad made, team. They're a bad team. Good, good bad team. team. And I'm gonna say this because they they always make the play to win the game. They don't look good doing it, but they figure out a way to win the game. And that's the mark of a good team, even though they play poorly for most of the game. That makes See, sense. They feel like the most true neutral team to me. Like they are the epitome of a six and six team. So like I feel like I'm gonna go with Kevin default to good bad team, but they're just on the cusp of it. Yeah. That's like, fair. They to are the record, they are the perfectly balanced like six and six, right? I'm now. not scared. The re- I'm like making this differentiate like in my head, I'm making the differential of like, am I scared to play Washington? No. Okay, that's fair. And so that I'm not outwardly bad. scared, but you're nervous that you know yeah. that they can because that it makes out. them a bad team, but they're also good at being a bad team. I hear you. That's some that's some good logic. For the record, I would have the Steelers as a good bad team, and I thought on paper the Washington football team would be uh, winning the division this year. So they've been playing well. They've been playing like I thought they would. So I've actually got the Washington football team as a as a bad good team, but that's okay. okay. Moving on, another six and six team, the loss. Like the result of their game this weekend, Vegas Raiders. Uh, can can I just say bad bad team? Like, I don't know. If I can like I don't know. Like for the record, the Washington football team also plays against the Cowboys this week. Raiders play at Chiefs. Just just I'm gonna you say t- so we can think of I'm how gonna the say the Raiders. Gonna I'm gonna say forward. the Raiders are a bad good team okay. because I I think. There are some pieces there, and they just don't. Like, they just they they have self-inflicted wounds that cause it. Like they lose games, they don't go out and win a game, and so they That's should fair. be a good team, but they're bad at being a good team. Mm-hmm. Okay, I agree. Fair, I, fair. I think they're a bad good team. I think they've had some off-the-field personnel issues this year, and I think just the past like you know generation of the team, you know, the last five six yeah. years, they've lacked so much stability. But they've like Kev said, they've got the talent. So yeah, yep. interesting. Good points. I disagree. I'd say they're they're a good bad team, but I also hate the Raiders, and I I epitomally view them or always view them as a bad team. All right, six six and seven, a bye week, so no games this up, upcoming game. The Philadelphia Eagles. Hashtag GBT or hashtag BGT. Good bad. They're they're a good bad good, team. Bad. They're a good That's bad how team I have for them. sure. That's how I have them yeah, as well. Yeah, because they, they should be three less wins. All right. So I've got an, here's an interesting one coming up. The Zombie six and seven Dolphins started one and seven, now six and seven. For the record, all um, of these teams are about two games out of being in the playoffs, and every single one of these teams can still end the, end the year playing in the playoffs. 
I'm going to say that the Dolphins are, they're a bad, good team. Because I thought they were going to be much better than they are right now. And so they just kind of choked the first half of the year. And now they're finally showing the signs of being that good team that we thought they were. So they, I think they're a bad, good team. Nice. See, I think they're a, a good, bad team, but I think they're trending up. Like, if you look at the good, good teams, like, I don't think you would compare that to them and say they should have had those records this year. Yeah. That's a good point, too. I tend to lean with Kev based on my expectations for the year. However, I do like your reasonings, Thomas. Um, I think next year they could be a good, good team, you know? Yeah. But we thought that last year as well about this year. Yeah. Anyway, it's hard. All, all of this is true. All right, we've got another a 5-7 and seven team, and I'm throwing them in here because I think they deserve the nod. Minnesota Vikings, good, bad team, bad, good team. I think they're, personally, I say good, bad team. I'll answer before Kev, because I know he's a little more conflicted. Uh, um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. They're an yeah. okay, bad team. I mean, I've never Ooh. been a fan of Kirk Cousins. They're an okay, bad team. I think, yeah. That's I, right. I don't even have much more to add to that. I'm going to say fine. they're a good, bad team, because they always play down to their competition and up to their competition. So they're, when they play, like if they were a good team, even if they were a bad, good team, they would blow out bad teams and they aren't doing that. Fair. So I've got two more. Actually, I've got three more. Two of them, two more five and seven teams will make it quick. I think that they're, these honestly might just be bad teams, but I threw them on there for the cusp of it. Panthers and Saints, five and seven. Oh, I think I don't know if I can call either of them. Yeah. Those are both Saints both is tough because I mean, like without Jameis, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, that's, I think the that's Saints the are the closest. Just they've, just been, they've just been spinning in a free fall because they can't yeah. lock down a quarterback. So that's I, I almost kept know, them off. That's just, I almost that's kept just them just off the list. That's wheels coming off kind of situation. I hear you. I almost I almost kept them off this list entirely. I think the Saints are the closer one to being a good bad team because they. Me too. Yeah, they, they, their roster is overall better. And they do the play defense, the Jets this actually, weekend. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be at six and seven, and the NFC is the most up for grabs. Yep. Yeah, anyway, and I think I think last, the the Panthers are fucked. I think and the Panthers my, are just bad. My last hashtag GBT or hashtag BGT. We're gonna bring it on home. San Francisco 49ers. Kev, I'll let you we're start. a bad good team. We're a bad good team. We're okay. we're 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 the team that you don't want to play in the NFC. But we're a bad I've, good team. I've got to agree. They're a bad. We can good shit team. the bed on any given day. I, don't I agree. think they've had their full starting roster healthy for the last like three seasons, or even like the majority Close. of their weapons. You yeah. know, that's fair. Like, yep. Kittle healthy, Mostert healthy. You know, like different yeah. ballgame. Mosley just went out. Fred Warner's out. Debo's out. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot at stake. McGlinchey's been out. Have at most teams, but like I feel like especially for the 49ers, like the ratio of good players to injuries is off the charts. Yep. Nice. Well, awesome. I agree with that. That was this year's edition of Good Bad Team or Bad Good Team. I like it. That was a good one. All All right. Good job. Say something nice about Cam. Good segment. Good segment. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll we'll remember that one for next year. It has to be yearly. (laughs) I mean, it it may not be good next year. I mean, it's a weird year this year, so it works this year, you know? Yeah. We can recap at the end after the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah. In hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a Good Bad Team, Bad Good Team prediction. Before yeah. the season next year, that'd be fun. Season in there, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, all right, um, yeah. 
I uh, kind of alluded to it earlier, um, but we make all of our picks, send them to TC3. We talk about the ones that we have different, unless we have any other comments we want to make about the games for the following week. Um, so TC3, week 14, what do we got? Week 14. All right, we've got three games up for grabs this week. First, first on the docket, Browns-Ravens. That means, wait, so that means we both have the Steelers beating the Vikings on Thursday night, huh? Yeah. Let's that was go. Tough. It was tough. Well, I didn't know who tough. to pick. I didn't know who to pick. But I had to pick my my good bad team over the over the Vikings. Yeah. Alright. Sorry, yeah. I was so prepped for a little Steelers Vikings action that I was anyway, we're talking Ravens Browns. And yeah. uh, I'm I'm rolling with the bye week Browns. I, this is me. This is my oh, negative. Man. This is me saying something negative about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I said I wanted to do it. I was waiting. This is it. I have the Browns beating him next week. The bye week Browns. Yeah. I I just don't know if Baker's healthy. I don't. If he's as broken as I think he is, I just don't think that they can put up points. Um, I don't. I don't know. I if they really like if Nick Chubb only gets 16 yards again. Like, I, I just don't see Baltimore putting up that many bad offensive performances in a row like this. I just, at some point, they're going to break out. And I think this is the week um, after that, lo- like, heartbreaking loss to Steelers. And he did a little bit of a jolt. So that's why I think it's going to be Baltimore. But I, I hemmed and hawed a little bit at this one. I would love to see the Ravens steamroll the Browns this week. But I don't think it's going to happen. Oh. All right. Next game we got up. Niners, Bengals. Oh, what? <laughs> you took the Niners? Yeah. Kevin, you didn't? Over all these last couple oh. weeks, I have not been a fan of what I've seen out of the Bengals, and Joe Burrow is committed to playing through his dislocated finger, and I just... I, To your point, Kev, I know the Niners are injured, but I still think there's enough there. I, I like the Niners this week against the Bengals. I mean, I... I know you, wanted, I know you hope that I'm right, so that's... You don't need to I, say. Yeah, it. I, I. This is one where I, I really hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong, um, but I just, I don't see us being able to guard T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, even with Joe Burrow being hurt, especially if Manuel Mosley ends up being out, which it looks like he'll be out for a bit. Um, our secondary just doesn't look very good. I don't know. I, I think our D line can get to Burrow, and if he can't throw deep, then I think they're screwed. Um, but. I, I think don't they're know. Gonna struggle to, I think they're going to struggle to throw deep. Like even if they yeah. get it off, he might I just think it might be just bothering him and it, he'll be either inaccurate or won't be able to get the juice on it. I just Yeah. I mean, I just think they both kind of got embarrassed this week in a different way. So I think it's going to be a bounce back game for both teams. Bengals are at home. I give them the edge. And they've proven more that they're beating better teams. I don't know. That's that's why I go Bengals, but I hope I'm wrong. It'd be awesome if the Niners win. To so be, we, we need I've both. also I've been pretty anti-Bengals these last couple weeks in these picks, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All right, TC three, what do you got for our last one? All right, last game we got up for grabs is Rams Cardinals. Do you know how hard it is to beat a team twice in a season? It's hard. Oh, that's a, it that's is hard to beat a team twice in a season. It is hard to, te- but I also think the Rams are soft, so. Um, that's, that's all. I mean, that's really all. I just don't think that they're there anymore. I mean, they, they could prove me wrong, but beating the Jags don't change my mind on the Rams. I still think that I, they, the oh, recipe they to beat them is to physically manhandle them. 
and the Cardinals are doing that to teams, so I think they can do it to the Rams. The Rams beating the Jags did not change my mind on the Rams. I just think this is a bit of a game the Rams feel they know they need to win, and I, I don't know, I just... You know, I really, like when I picked this game, I picked it solely on the the two times in the season thing, and then I laughed because I also picked the Chiefs to sweep the Raiders this year. But I was like, "Bad, that's different." It's <laughs> like that's yeah, different. That's <laughs> um, wow. Okay, well, those weren't the picks I expected to be different on. But um, let's hit on. I want to hit on a couple games here that I think might be interesting. Um, specifically, the Bills and the Bucks. I think that oh, could, yeah. has the potential to be a very interesting game. So you picked the Bucks because that's what I picked. Yeah, I, I think um, that could be an interesting one. I, at the end yeah. of the day, I think. That potential <sighs> Super Bowl preview. That's one of those where those are two teams that could make a run. Um, the, bu- the Bucks struggle against yeah. the pass, and that's where the, the Bills succeed. So I almost picked the Bills yep. just based on that mismatch. But Yeah, I think that could be a really good game. Tom Brady's also been kind of good for one bad play a game. Yeah. But he's also been good to like win the game. So, wow, yeah. we still have the Bucks winning, but that's that's an intriguing one. The other one yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. by is Washington Football Team Cowboys, just because. Yeah, I was just gonna say that was the last one I want to talk about. Yeah, they just you it's, got the Washington Football Team kind of. I think they're on a, what a five game winning streak right now, a four game winning streak or something like that. They're on yeah. the upward go, and and the Cowboys have been slipping a bit. I like they beat a Saints team surprisingly to me, but I just. I mean, I still have the Cowboys winning this game, but I am intrigued. I think this game could be very intriguing, especially it's in Washington. I think I think Washington could could make it a lot closer than people might expect. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Washington is at some point they're going to lose. They can't keep the streak going forever, right? But they did the same thing last year where they kind of came roaring back at the end. They're Them and the, the, the Dolphins. That's how, that's how a Ron right team now. works. Yeah, and so I just don't really know what's going to happen here. Um, they play each other two times still. They they haven't played each other yet this year, so it's going to be interesting to see. Does I mean, is it possible that Dallas blows this division lead and ends up losing the division to Washington? It is possible. No, I mean, I mean is it technically to, possible? Yes, choke. it's technically I mean, possible. They're, but they're I two don't games think, up. I was going to say they're, they're it's, only it's two, games, two up. games right now. It's so technically if Washington possible. wins this week. If Washington wins this week, Dallas still has to play. A few good teams. I believe they still play Arizona. Ooh. Um, they still play Washington again. They play the Eagles one more time. Divisional game. You never know. <laughs> um, and then they play the Giants, who's bad. Um, this is the Cowboys are primed to blow it right now. Like I they, don't think they, they very do. Well I don't think they game. do. But they they could blow it. The only thing, yeah. the only thing is that the NFC East right now has been like a different division winner every single year, and the Washington Football yep. Team did win it last year, so. Yeah. Well, and Washington still has two Cowboys, two Eagles, and Giants. That's how they finish it off. So they, they're every single game's division it's for them, possible. so that's tough. That is tough. It, it's possible, it, yeah. though. Yeah. I, uh, that'd be awesome. I'm intrigued. Lo- that, oh, you have no idea how happy that would make me to watch the Cowboys play. And, and just one last so – I hope that they flex the Packers and the Bears out of Sunday Night Football. Nobody they needs to watch – they, they finalized it. Nobody needs to watch the Bears on primetime. All right, yep. that's all. I'm, yep. Matt Nagy I'm fine. I'm fine with watching the Packers on Sunday night. No issues there. Aaron Rodgers. Why are is we going watching to, the Bears? Why are we watching? Aaron the Rodgers Bears? is going to completely destroy Chicago and Lambeau coming off a bye week. Oh, I'm depressed. Gonna, this is. It's going to be a massacre. They should have made Bills Bucks Sunday night. All right, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's not the Sunday night game. But, oh, uh, 
or a Cowboys Washington football team. I'm down. I just don't want to see the either Bears one of those would have been a better Sunday night game. Baltimore Cleveland, you can't make them two Sunday nights in a row. But I'm I'm backing up because I want to yell. But stop putting the Bears on island games. Take them off. We had to watch them on Thanksgiving against the like. Oh, take the Bears out of prime time. I'm <laughs> clipping from back here. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like get get the Bears off of primetime. We do not need to watch them. NFL. Roger Goodell, listen to me. No one. The, the Bears <laughs> fans don't want to watch the Bears in primetime. Yes. Stop that doing this. Historic rivalry. No one cares. Even Kevin's right. Even Bears fans are probably pissed they're in primetime right now. They're like, great, we get to. Yes, because they don't want to watch their coach put up a fucking stink sh- shit show yeah. on their uh, national television and watch everybody just make against, fun of them for three against hours. Against the Packers of all teams too for them. Yeah, I watch Aaron Rodgers Rogers run up there and be like, yeah, I just say I own you for three hours and then just be like, yeah, we know. Speaking <laughs> like, of, how did, how, how did, how did Rod, I mean, it's true. He does own oh. them, but like, come on. How did the NFL not find Rodgers for saying I own you, but he find, they find Clyde Edward Tiller for pointing at someone. I'm just, I'm just going off on this Clyde find. Like, there's so dumb. Like, what's taunting? Going to the crowd of the opposing team in their own stadium saying, I own you? I mean, I don't care that Aaron Rodgers said that, by the way. Do not paint this as me being pissed about that. I loved it. It was hilarious. It was funny. Fuck Bears fans. Um, It's just, yeah. I don't actually have an issue with it. I just have an issue with that not being considered taunting, but, like, all this other shit being considered taunting. I mean, I'm sure Aaron would say, yeah, I taunted Bears fans. They suck. I own them. Because he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. the Chiefs. It always has to be about the Chiefs, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm taking it back. I mean, t- anyway, C.D. Lamb right, got fined right, $15,000 right. for an untucked T-shirt. Come on. All right. Um, this is this is just a right. bad t- – this is just the taunting rules. Come on. We, I, all right, we get it. We all hate the taunting rules. I'm done. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, that was this week. I think we're going to wrap up with some quick uh, college football playoff talk. Um Last week, we recorded right as the Brian Kelly to LSU broke. Um, so we, right literally as we hung up recording, TC3 sends a text, fuck, Brian Kelly to LSU. <laughs> um, TC3, now you got Marcus Freeman as your head coach. How are we feeling? My family is so excited to have <laughs> Marcus Freeman as our head coach. Boy, you would not believe... <laughs> lordy lordy Whew. that was so embarrassing just thinking about it That's but so uh no in all in all actuality brian kelly is a freaking idiot um i said a lot of things that got cut off of last episode defending the man uh as much as i'm fine airing out when i'm wrong i was just i was just so wrong at the exact moment <laughs> it was a little hard it was a little hard even to listen back i ed- editing editing might have that might have been the hardest episode for me to edit uh <laughs> yet but um but uh you know it's one of those things everyone i've talked to is it's like you know it's it's like breaking up with somebody and finding someone else and realizing wow that person was so not good for you even though it felt fine at the time like that has been the vibe of pretty much every notre dame fan i've talked to is is just how much more energized they feel for the freeman era and how like brian kelly so many people just kind of tolerated him because he was putting up good numbers, you know, but he Mm -hmm. wasn't doing good in the big bowl games. I mean, I defended him. I defended him, you know, from other Notre Dame fans of like, dude, we're getting 10 win seasons up like every other year. (laughs) Like, but I don't know. 
I think Marcus Freeman connects with the players a lot better. I think he's a much better recruiter. I think he's a better all-around. I think he has the potential to be a better all-around coach. And, I mean, like, the move in general is just stupid. I mean, 10 years, the dude's 60. He's not going to coach till he's 70. He doesn't have that kind of physical stamina. He's not going to put up good enough numbers for 10 years to not get canned, you know? So it's just... I'm glad that that's not our problem now. I'm glad we didn't lock him up for some absurd contract so he wouldn't fly off to the SEC. Uh, so I, I doubt he'll ever beat. I doubt he'll ever beat Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, gotta, I think I think I think Lane Kiffin will beat Nick Saban before Brian Kelly does. Oh, hot take. And that's that's on the record. He just he just resigned with Ole Miss this week. Um. Which was expected. I mean, I think that's where he wants to be. I put this on last week. He wants to beat Saban. He'll do it before Brian Kelly. He's got a good team there. Uh, but yeah, we kept we kept most of our coaches. We kept our strength coach, uh, Tommy Reese. Tommy Reese oh is staying. That guy that's is more Irish is. than that guy couldn't be more Irish if he was born in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> he turned oh. down stupid money from LSU, which says a lot about the guy. I mean, he's what three years older than us could be making millions. Yep. And he's, I mean, there's, he's still getting paid, don't get me wrong, but, you know. Yeah. Not, no, that, I mean, uh, not that SEC, you know, we don't care about academics money. Yeah, I think good for the Irish. I think hiring Marcus Freeman was the right move. I think um, that Notre Dame will still be competitive. Um, I, who knows if they're going to be national championship competitive or anything. We don't really know. We'll see. Um, but everybody who's been around Freeman talks about how great of a guy he is and how they're excited about it. So, um, that, that just, you know, it's gotta be good news. Um, if you're a Notre Dame fan, you gotta be excited about it. One thing you can't be excited about is what happened on Saturday. Um, oh, Thomas, I got a quick question for you though. So it sounds yep. like, it sounds like you're going through the acceptance stage of grief. However, there is a part of me that doesn't know a lot about college football that is curious if you're still in the denial stage of grief and just like, it's fine that we lost Brian Kelly. We don't need Brian Kelly. He's someone else's problem now. Anyway, this might show a little See, I know about different. college football. It's different because it's not like there's been a huge gap. Like we filled that position so quickly and with like such a known quantity that it's not like no one's trying to like talk themselves into believing Marcus Freeman's a good coach. Marcus Freeman's a good coach. You know, is he is he a high enough caliber head coach is what nobody like knows, you know, yeah, I see. So a lot of these takes could be wrong. You know, he might he could flame out. I hope he doesn't. I don't think he will. Like the consensus is he won't because we've got some pretty stacked recruiting classes that he spearheaded recruiting, you know, as the defensive coordinator. So I will say, as opposed to Oklahoma, I did see a lot of people say how they were still committed to Notre Dame where I saw a lot of people from Oklahoma oh, yeah. decommit from Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the difference was Lincoln Riley. I mean, there's kids that decommitted, and, like, the next day were committing to USC. Like, Lincoln Riley was their recruiter, whereas Brian Kelly has never been a good— I mean, like, you guys have seen him in interviews. Brian Kelly's not the most charismatic guy. Brian, you know. Uh, he, so. he just wants execution, that's all. He just wants to execute everybody. That's all he He's wants He's a football to guy. He'll, he'll be great if down he, in Louisiana. If he won a national championship executing our players, that's one thing. I mean, <laughs> I think just the, the ball's on a guy that's, you know— Inches away from getting into the college football playoff, you know, it's insane. Yeah. Well, that that was what I was going to say is like, I, that I was really hoping for Notre Dame to make it in the playoff and make a run just purely to spite Brian Kelly because that would have been hilarious. Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. Saturday was a great day of college football. Um, Friday, my heart. Pac-12 sucks. Oregon sucks. Utah's oh. decided they're going to be good. Cal all beat USC. 
That was great. I love and that I, chaos. Yeah, in the in the toilet bowl. Um, no one cared about that. But uh, <laughs> then we go to Saturday morning, Oklahoma State Baylor, insane game. It was not even that good of a game. Just the ending was insane. Um, that's that was before. a terrible game. That was that was the worst. That was the worst four quarters of college football I've ever seen. It was gross. And, and so sloppy. So well, sloppy. But it was a great ending. I mean that that fourth oh down. My God, that was insane. That fourth down tackle was awesome. Um, good for them. That that was the piece you needed was Oklahoma State falling. When that happened, yeah. I went, oh shit, Notre Dame's going to make it in the playoff. In my head, I went, oh, that, this is yeah. what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, Bama starts off a little slow. And I'm like, yep, here we go. Here we go. This is all you needed. And then Bama just slowly, methodically comes back and Georgia just couldn't get there. And George, this is what I was afraid of with Georgia. I thought they were going to beat Bama, but it's the little brother, big brother thing where it's the same thing you know, with some of these NFL teams, right? Where you have just this, you can't get over that hump. It's the Raiders and the Chiefs, the Broncos and the Chiefs even. You could say it's it's that same thing of like, we just, maybe you'll get sneak off one win, but you can't continue to consistently beat them. And now all of a sudden you had a Georgia team come in who should have won, who was a better team overall. And they started off okay. The moment adversity hit, doubt started creeping into their mind. And you just watched Bama continue to pound away. And eventually they broke through. And once they broke through, there was no coming back. You saw Stenson Bennett's limitations. He's not the guy. He's not a bad quarterback, but he's not the guy. And I think it's going to be really hard for Georgia to win a national title if Stenson Bennett plays the way he did. Um, and the defense did not play like they had all year either because I think they just let doubt creep into their mind. And that's that worries me about Georgia. And unfortunately, I think that means we might be in for another Bama national title. I'm not saying I think I, I, I'm going to wait on my predictions and we'll do it closer to the playoff time. But I find it hard to believe if Bama plays how they did, which granted was the best they played all year. I find it really hard to believe any of those three teams are going to beat Bama. Love Cincy. I don't think they're going to beat Bama Michigan. I think their brand is going to be beating up people. And I don't know if they can beat up Alabama. Two quick thoughts. One, I think, I think the Auburn scare lit a huge fire under Alabama. Yeah, like I bet those players had never had a more passionate week of practice than between those two games, and mm-hmm. I think that was not a huge factor, but I think that was a factor in just in coming out hot in that game and setting the tone, you know. Yeah. And two, I think Michigan, if if it's a Michigan Alabama, you know, championship. I I don't even remember the rankings, but yeah, right, yeah, yeah, it's a Michigan Alabama championship. They just got to wear them down. They got to grind them down. You're right. I mean, if Michigan's defense can just make Alabama's offense, Bryce Young's life, just hell and just make him tired of snapping the football, I think that's how they win. Yeah. Yeah. Bryce Young looked legit. He looked the best he looked all year. I didn't think he was really the Heisman winner, but after that week, I think he is. I mean, I don't think there was a clear favorite, but after that week, Mm -hmm. he just looked, he looked like the best player in college football. I think it, you could have debated one way or the other, but I think after that performance, he's great. I think Aiden Hutchinson for uh, Michigan is a stud. I think he's a great defender. Um, I just they don't give the Heisman to to non quarterbacks anymore, so it's just hard. But um, yeah, I, I think Georgia's in trouble. I think Michigan Georgia is going to be a really good game. I think they're both going to be fucking physical. Um, it's going to be like a thirteen to ten final. You know, maybe 17 13 final, or I think it's gonna be an awesome game. And then I think Bama's gonna crush Cincinnati, and then um, it'll be a coin flip for the national championship. I don't know, it'll be interesting. I was really hoping to, to see uh, to see Notre Dame in there, though. 
Um, didn't happen. Me too. You didn't know, as knowing how this season started, I'm I'm still so happy with the number five finish. I mean, you can't not be happy with the number five finish. I know we always want the national championship. Every every fan base wants the national championship, especially when you're, you know, just a couple of touchdowns in someone else's game away from of jumping them. You know, in the last week, like we were. Yeah. But you know, especially with the new coach, you know. I'm surprised we never played Oklahoma State before. This is the first time our teams have ever met, so oh, you know oh. that's fun. Be, yeah, uh, be I'd love to games. get. A, I'd love to just get a New Year's Six win. You know, kind of break that that spell. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah, next year on to the championship. You know, <laughs> just it's just business. Yep. All right. Um, I think I think we did it for today, guys. Um, yeah, a little bit a little bit longer episode, but I think we had a lot of fun things to talk about. So uh, appreciate you staying with us. Um, Cam, you got any last thoughts? Yeah, I've just been listening to a lot of Love in This Club by Usher lately. And I fucking hate Usher, bro. Like, fuck Usher. <laughs> fuck you, Usher. <laughs> great, great football analysis is always good. Oh. Why do you hate Usher? <laughs> hate Usher? Yeah, he's not a good person. He's a hell of a dancer, though. Yeah, he is a good dancer, but he's not a good man. Peace! Yeah, it's like this.